Episode 59, Fearful Symmetry. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. A.K.A. Galatea. Me? No, not you. Okay. Because you can call me Galatea if All you right. want. I don't, know, I don't know why you would. Uh, Joe G, Joe Galatea. There you go. That yeah. works. Yeah. My rack is not anywhere near as nice as Galatea's is. No. <laughs> I'm, of course, referring to the spice rack that I have at home. Yes. Yeah, she's, she's got a she's got a pretty nice one too. Yeah, yeah, custom Lots of spices, custom built. Yeah, yeah Amish furniture. Yeah, yeah, uh, good variety. Yes, uh, some some thyme. Oh yes, some pepper, garlic, uh, paprika. What other spices do you know? Oregano, uh, rosemary, sage, uh, yeah, cinnamon, right. spice, yeah. Uh, Ginger. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, that's, that's garlic. Parsley. Salt. I believe I heard you said garlic. Did you say garlic? Yeah. I zoned out. If, if I did, I forgot. Okay. Uh, or yeah. I thought I did. Yeah. I just didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, Cumin. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) I'm sorry. Cumin. Maybe after I drop you off. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you waiting till I'm gone. I really do. (laughs) We're simple here at the at the Leak Night Show. I remember, I remember when I was in in high school, uh, being in the computer lab one day, and uh, and I don't know what the guys at the computer next to me were looking at, but it was like uh, people who were graduating from college, like summa cum laude and and all that, and they're like, ha ha, summa cum laude, Uh, and part of me was like, shut up, guys. And the other part of me was like, hee hee hee. It's funny. <laughs> it's retarded. But it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but anyway. Uh, this episode is also called Galatea. Yes. Uh, for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, None of the other episodes that I know of have two names. Yeah. yeah. Just this, this is, one. Uh, Cripple Symmetry, a.k.a. Galatea. Right. Galatea is the villain of this episode, a.k.a. Power Girl. Right. <laughs> Karen Starr. Yes. The, the, the cousin of uh, Superman from Earth 2. Yep. Or, or an Atlantean. Or, yeah, uh, who knows. Yeah. I don't or, know. wait, yeah. I, I think those were her only two origins. <clears throat> I guess when there was a third one, there was a, I don't know. 
I don't what, know. What did Jeff Johns say about her? Oh, that 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 she was the uh, the cousin of Superman from Earth Two. Okay. Yeah. Right. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> created by Wally Wood yes. and and some writer whose name I forget. Uh, was it probably Roy Thomas? I would imagine. I don't know. Not Roy Thomas, maybe Jerry Conroy. Mary Jerry Conway, yeah. Uh, Hollywood, uh, notorious uh, for uh, drawing Power Girl with uh, giant boobs, right? And then every subsequent issue made them bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she she started off with uh, with uh, I guess you would call them normal sized big boobs. Yeah. And then they really did. I, I've actually I've read a bunch of the old All Star comics, yeah. and and they really did just like eventually they're <laughs> the only thing you see in the panel, like that in the top of her head. It's just ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, eventually, DC made him stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it is her one attribute that has uh, remained, <laughs> at least until. Next month when she here actually technically this month. This month, yeah. She disappears forever. Right. Yeah. She's resting. Yeah. She's not dead. She's resting. <laughs> well, she's got two massive pillows to do. <laughs> uh, she's tired from all that walking. Yep. Probably hurts. Yeah. I don't know. Uh so yeah. This episode has a Ton of shit going on. Yeah, I know. In the in the previous episode, I, I said that I thought this one might have been one of my least favorites. Yeah, I was completely wrong. <laughs> this episode fucking rocks. Yes, it does. It's great. This is, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know how this always happens to me, uh, in which I'll I don't get a chance to watch a, a TV show very often, and then uh, just out of happenstance, I, I catch it. And uh, it'll just happen to be the exact same episode every single time. Right. Uh, like, uh, in the past six months, I've seen the same episode of 30 Rock four times. <laughs> uh, was it was it the Queen of Jordan episode? I don't know. Because uh, that one was awful. Okay. Uh... <laughs> No, but it, it was it was the one where uh, where uh, where Liz wins the the uh, cast uh, crew lotto. Oh right, and then uh, tries to become popular. Yes, yeah, I've seen that one like six times. <laughs> uh, just ridiculous. Uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold. I don't get a chance to watch that that much, but uh, the few times it's on, same episode. Yeah, uh, the one with uh, Dead Man. Gotcha. I don't and, think I've seen that one. And Green Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would see the uh, the one with the the blue beetle yeah over and over again yeah the one with the Ted Cord blue beetle right, right. Uh, as far as Justice League Unlimited goes this is the one that I would just always happen to catch and yet totally forgot how awesome and how much stuff is going on in this one right uh, <laughs> this uh, so far about all the ones we've watched uh, probably my favorite for this yeah, season definitely. It's mean, certainly we're... the most important one that we've watched oh, so far. Yes. This one lays a lot of groundwork. Uh, features uh, two favorite characters of mine from, uh, well, technically three, I guess, from uh, the DC Universe proper. Uh, Amal Hamilton, uh, Supergirl, <laughs> and General Hardcastle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh... 
Uh, no, uh, Green Arrow, uh, The Question, and, uh, Power Girl. Right. Even though it's technically not Power Girl. Right. Uh, but it's Power Girl. It's, it's Power Girl, yeah. Uh, she's just a clone of Supergirl in this episode. Uh, and, uh, I think I could easily speak for a lot of fans of the Justice League and say that The Question, in his breakout role... Yes! <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely a fan favorite, with great reason. Yeah. And this episode just is only the beginning of that. Right. <laughs> yeah, the question is awesome. Yes. <laughs> I have very little experience with the uh, with the Vic Sage question outside of this cartoon. Right. If it's all like this, then I would love the rest of it, because this is great. It is not. No? No. Okay. Uh, another Steve Ditko character, uh, right? As we talked about last week, uh, motivated by by Steve Ditko's politics, molded by his uh, beliefs, uh, and then probably made more famous by the Danny O'Neill version, mm-hmm. uh, which is not like this version of the character at all. Okay, so there are a lot of uh, question diehard fans who uh, do not enjoy. His portrayal on the Justice League? Huh. Uh, those people might be wrong. Yeah, they're wrong. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and say it. They're wrong. Yeah. Because he's awesome. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, there was a, a short while where, like, DC was trying, like, they gave uh, Wildstorm, like, a domain over some characters. And the question was one of them. Really? There was, like, a, like a six-issue question series that came out the mid-2000s. Tommy Lee Edwards drew it. Okay. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, and it was... Yeah, it was weird. It was like uh, he was... He moved to Metropolis, and uh, that version of the question, I also really enjoyed that. Uh, not like this one still, but uh, he was like a weird sort of shaman of the cities. Weird. Like, uh, like Jack Hawksmore? Kinda. Uh, a little bit more mystical in nature. Okay. Uh, a lot more zen, I guess. Interesting. But, uh, still pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the JLU is uh, definitely my favorite version of that character. Yeah. And uh, not only because he's awesome and he's hilarious, but also because he's voiced by one of my favorite actors. Who is he voiced by? Uh, Jeffrey Combs. I recognize uh, the name. He, what I what I know his face. Uh, he is uh, Doctor Herbert West in the Reanimator movies. All right, I've never seen those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he is uh, semi-famous in the Star Trek community as having played like one of every alien race. Uh, <laughs> Including one episode where he was, like, three different aliens all at once. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I always enjoy Jeffrey Combs whenever he's, uh, whenever he does anything. Awesome. Uh, did you ever see the movie uh, House on Haunted Hill, the remake? I never did. Okay. He was yeah. in that as well. I don't really watch things. Okay. Yeah, pretty yeah. much this cartoon. It's the only thing that I watch. Yeah, and Doctor so, Who. And Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if this is the place. No, this isn't the place. <laughs> no. no. We can talk about it off air. Okay. Uh, 
so much, so much good. Yeah. Such good stuff going on. Uh, I, I, I remember hearing, uh, when the Justice League cartoon first premiered, before it was JLE or anything, uh, that it was gonna deal a lot with the, there, that, there, that there was definitely gonna be a sense of continuity to it. Right. But, especially between it and what had come before in the animated universe. Right. Uh, particularly in regard to the Superman, Superman Legacy two-parter, which was the series finale of that series, okay. in which Darkseid brainwashes Superman and uses him to attack the Earth right. and try and take over. And I never really thought that there was much that really did follow up on that at all. Right. And then there's this episode, <laughs> which is... which Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that's the best two-parter of that series, probably. Right. And, and, and in my opinion, anyway. And so to sort of borrow on threads from that... Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> I just had a little, a little nerd freak out. That's cool. <laughs> that's what this is here for. Right. Yeah. Uh, it has been ages since I've seen any of the Superman episodes. Uh, gotcha. Uh, so I honestly do not remember uh, that two-parter. So uh, knowing, though, that uh, this apparently touched on that, uh, it's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's totally uh, badass. Yeah. And just, uh, again, what I remember of uh, episodes we have yet to watch of this show, uh, knowing how all the threads uh, tie into to this episode, pretty much. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. Like, I'm not one for nerding out on continuity, but, you know, it's it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, that's, that's one of the things, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more later on, one of the things that I love about this show is that it's just the show. Right. There's not there's not thirty different titles right. that have to tie into each other. It's just the show. Right. And everyone is in the show. So things can happen yeah. that matter in the show. Right. Like Supergirl having a clone. Right. That was cloned by people that right. you know and like. Yeah. And, and, you know, following up on that later, it's just it's so awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let me get this straight. Okay. Uh, you're, uh, you're giving a little bit of a veiled commentary, maybe, on uh, comic book crossovers here? A, l- a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I, th- I think, you know, like when you're, if you're reading a Superman series. Right. Superman's not going to die. Right. Batman's not gonna die. Right. There's there's no there's no consequences there. Right. I, f- I feel like with something like this, you know, there can be Some there can consequences. be consequences. Yeah. I mean, you know that those two characters aren't gonna die in this either. Well, yeah, I know, I know that. But I mean, <laughs> but like Green Arrow, Green Arrow could go. Right. Pretty pretty much, I feel like anybody outside of the the, the original team. original. Well, I was gonna say the original seven members okay. of the right. of the team. But even just the big three, because probably, you know, right. Green Lantern, they can get somebody else to, to replace him if they need to. He is the most expendable comic character ever. Right. <laughs> There's only, uh, you know, uh, 3,599 more. Right. Uh, or or 7,199. Right, yeah. Depending on when we're talking about. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I like I like the, the feeling of, of knowing that you know, it's not beholden to right. to anything else. It's just 
it's what something. happens there happens there and yeah. and is important. And, yeah. yeah. It's also, you know, a level of uh, sophistication that uh, it's rare to find in a, uh, what is essentially a children's cartoon. Right. Yeah. Yeah, particularly later on in the, se- in the season. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this is a prime example of, I think, why this show, you know, as a whole is, is so well regarded. Uh, just, you know, this this is everything that they can do and do well uh, on display in this episode. Right. Uh, you know, everything from action and mature plotting and, and good storytelling and just laugh-out-loud moments. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, the show's awesome, but we left our asses off, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, particularly with the question. Yeah. Uh, singing as he breaks into the building. <laughs> Essentially being, you know, Fox Mulder. Right. Right down to the to the the, the rip off of the I Want to Believe poster <laughs> on its wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's so good. It is. <laughs> uh and then there was like uh something that I noticed that uh I'm not sure if you caught or not. Uh a little nod to uh uh a uh uh, a regular TV show. Okay. Uh, Kolchak, the Night Stalker, showed up. No! <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, there's the, the scene where, uh, uh, the reporters are in the, the restaurants, and the, the, the drunk reporter with the hats comes up to him and then starts talking to him. Yeah. Uh, that guy was designed to look exactly like the, the Night Stalker guy from the TV show. That's awesome. Kolchak. <laughs> I've, I've never seen that show. That's a, is it an older show? Yeah, like, from, uh, like the like 70s? 70s. I think it was like a series of TV movies and eventually became a series. That's awesome. Uh, Darren McGavin. Yeah? yeah. Nice. <laughs> like Darren McGavin. Yeah. yeah. The old man. Yeah. That's not it. From The Christmas Story. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you say the old man, yeah, I immediately <laughs> think of RoboCop. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was Dick Jones in that. Yeah. <laughs> right? No. no. <laughs> uh, I did notice uh, between the last episode and this episode... Uh, I don't know if this is something that I like or I dislike, but uh, things in apparently the, uh, the the DC animated universe uh, buildings are just named what they are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the steakhouse. Yes. <laughs> and in the last episode, the sports bar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they can't call it. They can't call it. You know, Scooter McGee's or anything like that, because you wouldn't know what it is. No, but there's, uh, there's generic names that they could use that uh, would get across the same thing. You know, uh, you know the Chop House. For, right. For the Steakhouse. Right. Or, the uh, Slabo Beef. Yeah. They, they could be a little bit more imaginative. All right. Yeah. Well, well, this episode, at least, was clearly made on a budget and on a time crunch, uh, <laughs> given all of the horrible, horrible oh, computer animation. Okay, yeah, let's, uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, maybe we were a little premature and, uh, completely praising this. The story is awesome. The story is awesome. <laughs> animation could use some work. Yeah. 
What the fuck? <laughs> oh, wow. The, the Supergirl is having nightmares about, uh, some sort of probing machine. Yeah. With a saw and a kryptonite tip needle thing. Right. It is the worst CG I've ever seen in any cartoon ever. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe I think, uh, some of the old 90s uh, Marvel cartoons had some oh, yeah. terrible ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, not only that, like, when the helicopters attack them, yeah. the helicopters <clears throat> are really horribly animated. They're slightly better than the uh, probing machine. Slightly. But, yeah. Uh, not by much. <laughs> I did like uh, when they're, when the helicopters arrive, uh, the robot that attacks Supergirl is uh, the Zeta robot from yeah. Batman Beyond. Yep. That was very cool. Yeah, I uh, I thought that's kind of what it was, but I didn't want to, you know, just yeah. be dumb. It was definitely what okay. it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a, there's one thing that I wanted to mention, uh, that that sort of bothers me about Justice League Unlimited in general, uh-huh. and it has to do with Supergirl. Okay. Um, in the in the Superman animated series, uh, Supergirl was not actually Superman's cousin. Okay. She was. Uh, uh, I can't remember her name, but she was from the planet Argo, and so you know she had crypt- she was sort of like a Daxamite. She had Kryptonian like powers, but uh, she was invulnerable to Kryptonite to to you know the Kryptonite that affects Superman. Right. And and <clears throat> in the in the JLU, they're all oh you're Superman's cousin. Right. Oh I've got Kryptonite. Watch out. Where I, and in the back of my mind, I'm always like, no, she's not really vulnerable to kryptonite at all. In the continuity, she's not from Krypton. <laughs> she's from a different planet. Yeah, so that, that's just something I wanted to mention okay. to put it out there as being on my mind. All right. <laughs> uh, again, I've, uh, it's been years since I've watched any Superman of uh, that show. Right. Uh, so I did not know that. Uh, I, I mean, it's not really ever mentioned again after right. after her first appearance. Right. So, but I, I remember very vividly watching that when I was a kid and being like, that's awesome, she's not vulnerable to kryptonite. Right. But now apparently she is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention about Supergirl uh, right. that uh, I think I wanted to mention uh, when she was on in the first episode of this season, uh, I have always liked that costume on her. Yeah? Yeah. It is a good costume. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's simple. It's uh, sporty. I know. Uh, apparently, apparently, Supergirl's costume causes uh, everybody to lose their absolute shit, uh, <laughs> okay. no matter what it looks like. Okay. Uh, but uh, people can all go fuck off. <laughs> I think the only thing I don't like about that costume is the gloves. Yeah, the gloves... They just seem unnecessary. They are. But everything else about it is is good with me. Yeah, I like the the t-shirts, I like the boots. Uh, You know, yeah, you know, I don't... uh, I don't know. I don't think that anybody is ever going to be happy with a Supergirl costume. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because... Not that, uh, you know, uh, pre-DC reboot... Uh, her costume is terrible, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of people freaked out about that uh, when, when they changed it to that. Uh, then they gave her biker shorts underneath her skirt, and people still freaked out. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I think didn't they? 
came up with the design for this one in the Superman cartoon and then adapted it into the comics? Yes. The yeah. David yeah, the Peter David run adapted it uh, 25 or 30 issues in. Right. Might have been 50, actually, now that I think about it, yeah. that she changed her costume. Yeah. So, I yeah. thought it was a fine costume. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't think you'll ever beat the classic, the well, original. No, yeah. Uh, and it's a fine costume, too. Yeah. Uh, Basically, Superman with a skirt costume. Right. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. But people, again, still lose their shit over it. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say that, uh, uh, like, it just occurred to me today watching this is that uh, her costume in, in the show uh, at this point is uh, sort of made me think of uh, Superman's costume in uh, the upcoming Grant Morrison run. Yeah, I can see that. You know, the, the boots and the... Just, just a lo-fi superhero costume. Yeah. yeah. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Which uh looking forward to. Yeah, me too. Because, yeah. uh, uh, again, Superman doesn't need knee pads. Right. <laughs> Supergirl doesn't need knees, knees at all. Nope, nope. nope. She's uh, bare knees. <laughs> but full boots yep. that come up above her knees yep. with the knee windows. Yep. <laughs> It's like it's like Galatea's boob window. There we go. <laughs> Which of course she only has that because she's just waiting for the right symbol to put there. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff Johns. <laughs> uh, my favorite Supergirl costume uh, is definitely the headband from the eighties, and uh, I say that in, in total seriousness. The uh, the hot pants, uh, the short shorts. Uh no, this was it was uh actually it was after the hot pants. Okay. Yeah, the, there was the. So she's back to a skirt. So she's back to a skirt. Yeah. Was it the the sweater, the V-neck sweater? Yes. Yeah. The 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 uh, the 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 cape sort of comes over her shoulders and and joins with the S symbol on her chest. Oh, okay. Maybe no. That's not what I'm thinking of. Then. No. Are you are you thinking of the of the maybe yeah the the hot pants. And like just the little S symbol, right, yeah. The, that's okay. Yeah, that's that was uh, that was like her her second or third costume. I don't remember. Okay. She went through a bunch of different costumes in Adventure Comics, okay. and then when she got her own title, she started that costume and then changed to the the headband and, okay. the, and the skirt costume. Is that the one that she died in? Yes. Okay. That is the All one right. that she died in. All right. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> Sorry, listeners from 26 years ago. I guess I should have apologized for that in the previous episode, too, because Dove died during the same event. Yikes. Sorry, guys. We've lost all of our listeners. We're not even listening to this. Uh, but, uh, my my first uh, experience with the headband costume though was in an issue of Supergirl that I bought, uh, uh, that that unbeknownst to me at the time had Ambush Bug in it. Nice. It's one of her one of his few non Keith Giffen written appearances. Wow. <clears throat> I think Carmine Infantino drew it. Well, wasn't uh, Supergirl written by uh, Robert Warren Fleming? 
uh, maybe. For a while. maybe might might have been maybe wasn't he isn't he also the other person associated with yeah he, he's yeah. the he's the scripter yeah <clears throat> yeah maybe he did write that one I'm not sure for some reason in my head I see old advertisements with his name attached to Supergirl all right I, I could be completely wrong <laughs> uh, I will assume that you're not all right then. <laughs> well uh, remembered sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, there's a problem I've always had with, uh, uh, Emil Hamilton. Okay. Uh, that maybe, maybe you can help shed some light on. Okay. Uh, cause, cause in the Superman animated series, uh, he was, uh, Superman's friend and confidant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet every other incarnation I've ever seen him in... Uh, he's got a cyborg arm, and he's, uh, kind of batshit insane, and maybe evil. Okay. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> he was, uh, he, he was a, a product of the, of the 90s. Oh, okay. Of the, uh, he was Superman's scientist friend. Yeah. At Star Labs. And, uh, I don't remember at what point he lost the arm and ended up with the cyborg arm. But, uh, apparently, uh... He he was a he was a good guy for uh, give him a good fifteen years sure. that he was Superman's ally, and then uh, eventually he did sort of go go nuts in the comics. Uh, he adopted the identity of Ruin. Okay. This was during the Greg Rucka run around the time of uh, Infinite Crisis and the lead up to that. Gotcha. And uh, and I don't know what happened to him after that. Right. I think he he may have died. He may not have. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, he decided one day that he was really mad at Superman. Okay. And so decided to, to ruin his life. Right. And I think he even figured out that uh, that Clark Kent was Superman. Because he's a genius. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I guess in uh, two months our time, and uh, currently uh, listener time, uh, it won't matter. No, none, none of it matters. Yeah. No. Uh... <laughs> Except the stuff that does. Right. But basically... The stuff that sold well. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the only other thing I got is that, uh, for some reason, uh, watching this episode of Neil Hamilton reminded me of Dr. Venture. <laughs> <laughs> is it the, the goatee? The goatee, the glasses, the hair. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the good Doctor Venture, right? But, uh, not Rusty. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess perhaps awesome. the uh, uh, Rusty Junior, or, or not Rusty Junior, uh, his brother. Yeah, the midget. I don't remember his name. <laughs> I gotta go. Okay. <laughs> Man, this episode was awesome, and you guys should go watch it. Yes, yes, indeed. That is my assessment of Fearful Symmetry, uh, a.k.a. Yeah. Galatea. <laughs> All right. All right. Goodbye. You can subscribe to League Night at iTunes or directly at league.guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or joe at guttertrash.net. 
Listen to our sister podcast, Gutter Trash, at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can go to seanborn.net, guttertrash.net, or find us on Facebook. Thank you very much for listening to League Night. We'll see you next time.